Good evening and welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Today we have on Paul from Cannibal Corpse. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Oh, this is a pleasure to have you on. I'm a big, big, big fan. So you have a newish album out, you know, considering the, the apocalypse and it was going on, which is it's awesome. So you guys, 32 years in now, two million over 2 million albums. I mean, you guys are not slowing down. 15th album. This is your biggest out-of-the-gate album. I mean... That's yeah, crazy, awesome. isn't it? Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? You know, who would have thought, you know, that we'd be still around, relevant, doing, uh, you know, doing the best work, uh, arguably, I guess, at, uh, you know, this point in our careers, right? So, um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty amazing, you know. Um, we, you know, we, we just work hard and um, we've got some great fans and, you know, we just want to, you know, churn out uh, the best death metal that we feel that we can make, you know, kind of a thing. And, uh, you know, yeah, it, it's hard, hard to hard to imagine, right? That it's been this long and it we're is. still going. It is. It, it, it's amazing that even at the time it's like, well, you know, I was going to go out because every music had its own time. You know, you know, music always had like a ten year period where it kind of cycles through and kind of goes through. But you guys have just been soldiering on like an army. You've got a few different soldiers in the time, but the army of you know, Cannibal Corpse is still going, man. It's getting stronger, and right. you know, you survived through the grunge years, which took out a lot of bands. You know. How did you get through that part? Was it as hard? Did you guys feel the feel the the grunge years hit you guys as much as hit some of the other rockier bands? Because like the audience is a little different for you. Yeah, well, that's it. It's completely different. I mean, and you know, really, death metal was kind of almost at its peak then. Right. You know, when you look at it, when it was starting to really, you know, take hold or come together in the late '80s, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, so we're kind of forming and, and death metal is for the most part, you know, getting pretty popular around the early 90s, right when grunge was was hitting as well. But yeah, I think just death metal is, you know, it's it's its own thing, you know, either you like it or you don't, you know, yeah. where I can understand right grunge, um, uh, what it did to say more mainstreamy kind of bands, you know, the you know, the hair metal or whatever kind of a thing mm-hmm. or the rock scene, you know, um, where that it really affected. But, you know, I, that's great that musical trends and fads and all that kind of stuff has never affected Cannibal yeah. Corpse. And I don't think in death and uh, in, in uh, death metal for that matter, you know. Um, so, I mean, we, we never really thought about it too much or, or worried about it, I should say. It was always do our thing and, you know, hope for the best, right? You know, just... Uh, yeah, just play our our style of music and if we have an audience then that's great and if we don't well you know we're just going to keep churning away and do what we want to do and um please ourselves kind of a thing i guess but um yeah it's uh, amazing that we've been able to you know to endure all that kind of you know up and downs in the music uh, industry kind of a thing and just consistently i guess just be ourselves and and uh, you know just keep on i always say like slowly going up the ladder in a sense you know where we're just getting more popular as we go and uh, and things are just steadily on the incline always which uh, is is an amazing thing it's it's incredible i mean you guys have always progressed, and I think you guys have really kind of stayed out of the the news. I mean, there's a bump in the road, you know, recently. But besides that, you guys have never been fighting, or just really been no nothing. I mean, even your DVD past members have, you know, still in good terms, or or they vanished, <laughs> like Spinal Tap. But but you know, but but it's, it's it shows a lot. It's a testament to the group itself that you know there's still a family to it. Um, when you started playing drums, you really you said you don't have an official you know, like lessons and stuff, but 
you're like a human metronome. I mean, like you're out of control. Like how not, not everyone can just pick up drums and be like, oh, I'm just going to be self-taught because there's, there's some obviously some skill in you already, you know, how did that evolve to the point where you were actually creating your own, you know, beats and your, you know, your own styles that people have copied over the years. It's, it's like, you're yeah. insane. It is. Well, I appreciate it, man. I just, you know, um, you know, where there's a will, there's a way, I guess, kind of a thing. And uh, yeah, growing up, I mean, I, I, like you said, never had any formal training or anything, lessons, and just, you know, listening to the drummers and the bands that you, you know, you love and trying to emulate that. And uh, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, we just wanted to do it so bad, like I said, where, where there's that will, there's a way, you know, where you just, but yeah, I, I also looked at it exactly myself, like a lot of people can pick up a pair of drumsticks or sit behind a drum set right. and with no musical background or anything and not be able to do a damn thing, you know, like, oh, like, I, what, what's going on here? Well, that's how I kind of knew I must have had something to start with, right. because I obviously sat behind a drum kit and I was able to just, you know, do a, you know, a little 4-4 four, four kind of beat and have, have natural rhythm in that sense albeit in the most basic form you know but like i said most people can't even do that if they don't have it in them you know so i when i remember picking that up and just going you know what i i can do this i felt that i can do this i didn't feel like i was starting from you know like zero i felt like i was starting from you know whatever like two or whatever you know i i had a little bit in there that you know made me feel that i could do this i guess um and, I, and like I said, I wanted to do it, but, uh, but yeah, it's crazy, man, how over the years, you know, you, you get better and, you know, I listened back how primitive it was and, you know, I mean, how, when we were that young and doing the early stuff, you're just, you know, yeah, we're just, we're just playing crazy kind of music. I mean, I think that that was awesome about the early days too, where, you know, death metal is a new form of music coming obviously out of the roots of thrash and, you know, from right. heavy metal and all this, but it, it, it almost like seemed like there really, this was no rules you know um you, as long as the five guys the way we always looked at it as long as we're happy as a band then there you could do no wrong within a song within the music you know um and i looked at myself as being i guess a little unorthodox in how i played just because of probably not having that formal training you know where i didn't know what i was really technically doing you know i'm just doing it i'm going for it you know and it's more of, of from from a passion adrenaline feel kind of a thing you know um and uh yeah yeah that's so it's amazing to you know to think how like the bomb blast came up you know or the cannibal blast or whatever they call it nowadays you know or <laughs> or uh, how that was just me you know interpreting and i know this has been out there and i put it out there and me interpreting hearing pete sandoval do his blast on altars of madness you know just the mm -hmm. one foot typical regular blast beat and i remember sitting down for the first time just going okay i'm gonna do a blast feedback and i just did it. i wasn't thinking it wasn't like let me study let me figure it out what am i doing no it was just pure just kind of feel and that's how i did it and i i, I and, and then i've been doing it ever since basically that way so then and and no one was i guess really doing it that way but you're referring to the crossover playing of it Are you playing it more open which feels yeah, more yeah. I always played with you, my, you know, being a right-handed, you know, my normal, your hand like that, obviously a hand on the, but I, I wanted to hit my hand um, on my right hand on the snare drum, you know, like I just felt, and then putting the fast double bass in there, you know, that wasn't done. That's not how Pete was doing it, you know, that, but right. that's what I interpreted it as, I guess, you know, and um, 
yeah, so it was just strange how that how that came comes about or came about, and then you know I'm 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 technically you know inventing a sort of a beat, I guess you know yeah. I, I mean weird you know, um, but uh, you know who would have thought? <laughs> so yeah, it just comes out of uh, you know came out of our passion for wanting to play, wanting to you know make music, make music that we thought were was you know we enjoyed, wanted to uh, hear ourselves, I guess, and uh, you know like I said, there was no right, no wrong, just as long as we're happy, uh, you know, that that's all that mattered. But uh, yeah, then it is crazy to think of how the progressions come. You know, I look at myself, of course, as a better drummer than I was back then. You know, I mean, I get more practice, more experienced, you know, all that right. kind of stuff, you know, and, uh, you know, and then I look back at the early days and go, oh my God, that was crazy. What, what, what was I doing back then? You know, it was just, you know, I think, uh, you think you'd be able, you know, you do learn a little bit more and, and the mind does get more involved, especially in the, as we went with the latter years with the music getting a little bit more technical, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, but it is, uh, it's part of cannibal. It's what, what made us, you know, it's what started us out. And, and I always look at myself too, or the band, what if I had formal training, you know, what I, I think the band would have been completely different. My drumming style wouldn't have been the same. The probably. band may have imploded because you guys pick up your instruments in from, being untrained, yeah. everybody kind of evolved. Right. I think everybody has some had some natural skills. The odds of everybody having some natural skills to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Performance. Yeah. The odds of that is pretty pretty crazy because I know a lot right, of bands that right. are formed that have had no talent and they yeah. didn't do anything. Right. But then you guys don't follow the rules, which has really been you know, the probably the, the mission statement on your your career. <laughs> don't right, follow the rules. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And you invented your own things. You got you had your own built-in timer, so you could you know keep a beat automatically. So right, how do right. I get there? How do I how do I it was part of the journey? You know exactly. Yeah, no, that was uh, key. You know that was key. Um, you know I always also say about the early days of Cannibal too. Like we got very lucky when we got signed as early as we did. You know oh. to be able to you know be able to put a record out and uh, you know be signed within a year's time of being a band. Um, and then have no, you know, we didn't have any material, you know, so I always looked at, you know, what if, what if we didn't get signed right away? What if we would have got signed four years later? What if, like, what if the bleeding would have been our first album, which is fine, but we wouldn't have the early cannibal. We wouldn't have, you know, because I think as we kept on going, we felt we were getting better. And then what inevitably happens with bands like that? Hey, you drop songs. Oh man, these new songs are way better. You know, we're not going to play those old ones anymore, you know, kind of a thing. So, so I, I'm, I'm glad that we did what we did in that way to, for, to capture everything that was truly cannibal corpse from day one basically yeah. you know as opposed to it being right like i said maybe some of these old songs would just never have seen the light of day or you, know, you would because, have created new ones you know yeah well that's what i'm saying you keep going forward you keep going forward and if we would have said got signed maybe around the bleeding time or somewhere around there well then you know all right we're putting out our first album it's 94 what were we putting on there we're probably putting on newer material than maybe older material that right. you know just never would have saw the light of day you know so that's uh it, it's it's a really cool aspect I always like to think about and I'm glad that happened with us to be able to um, you know see the band grow from those early stages like that so very much like an A&R type of 70s pick a band up and let them develop over a couple albums right and not right. Them out of the gate, yes which is yes the artisan development you know artist, right. what it used to be right you, know, you grow from foundation and, and that's what a lot of bands that are huge still are these legacy bands that fill the stadiums or whatever coming out in stones that's how they built their careers they didn't come right. out with you know a, a platinum album and a couple good hits right you know and unfairly yeah. they had to live off of that you know 
Yep, yep, you're right. No, it's a very similar kind of uh, way, right? That was, uh, it's pretty cool. And you had no, you know, who knows, not being in a band not signed for a few years, sometimes bands don't last long enough, no matter how good they are, because they're waiting yeah. to get signed. True, true. You never know. Things could fall apart, you know. Oh, man, this didn't happen within a few years. And then, you, yeah, you know. Why write new songs? And, 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 yeah. old ones. Right, right, right. So, man, yeah, it's just crazy how the world works out. It is, you know, but but they nurtured it. But the truth is, by the gate, so those were some solid albums, though, and your drumming was pretty solid then. I mean, it's I appreciate it, man. Years, yeah, it's changed. Yeah, well, it's, it's gotten more, you know, more rights and lefts and turns to it, whatever. But for out of the gate, man, it still holds better than a lot of <laughs> experience yeah. they've gone for a long time. Yeah, well, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it does hold up when we listen back. You know, it's crazy to think that we were only a band for such a short time and, 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 and doing it. But I guess that just gets back to the whole thing of this. You know, we wanted it so bad. Obviously, this is what we want to do with our, our lives. And, and then you get that opportunity and you're going to make the most of it at that given time. So, um, you know, I, I yeah, if you look back, you listen, you're going, man, you know, it's different, you know, it's still cannibal, it's all cannibal, you know, but man, what a, it was, it was very primitive, very crazy cannibal, you know, which is, that's, there you go. That's, that's cannibal corpse. That was the start of, you know, so. Well, it, it's good. I think, so with your drumming as it's gone over the years and you really never took any lessons, did you add anything like, oh, hey, check out certain things as you're getting older? Did you say, hey, there's certain drummers, pay them a little more attention or get advice or kind of watch extra things? Go, I think I want to do something like that. Or you've just always kind of said, you know what, it's worked with me just doing what I feel. I'm going to go that yeah. way. Yeah, I pretty much just done what I feel. You know, of course, like I said, you gain a little more experience. You know what's out there. You might be able to think more, and I have, you know. And then there's a couple subtle things. If you listen to certain albums, you're going, hey, I never did something like that before. You know, you add maybe some little things in there. But overall, I'd say my drumming has stayed pretty much mm -hmm. the, the way it was, you know, from the beginning for the most part, other than I'm just gotten, you know, maybe a little tighter and, you know, uh, definitely a little more solid in the meter and all that kind of thing. And, um, you know, so, um, but I never wanted to stray away from the original sound of the band too far, especially in the drumming. I think that really ties it together uh, more than anything, you know, and yeah. that's why I think you can listen to all 15 Cannibal records and go, you know, they're all slightly maybe different in their own way, but you can pin, you'll pick it out that that's us, you know, and I think a lot of that has to do with you know, my drumming style, you know, where, you know, all right, that's cannibal. That sounds, that's a cannibal beat. You know, that's what I've been doing for, you know, for the whole, my whole career, basically. So, um, so yeah, a little subtle things, but overall, you know, I, I've never wanted to, you know, didn't look like I had to do anything different. You know, we just wanted to be a band that we do what we do, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, maybe we get a little bit of flack for that. But a lot of people, I think most of the people know what they're going to, uh, you know, what to expect when they get a cannibal record, you know, that it's not going to be something really too different. It's going to be brutal death metal, you know, and um, and that's maybe why we're where we're at in our careers. And, you know, the, the fans that we have and all that, they, they know what to expect and they can uh, they can rely on us as as being a brutal death metal band um and uh yeah so I, I i always wanted to just play the way i played man maybe let it be natural you know and, and and try not to you know feel like i'm in like competition with anybody or anything of that nature and just do it no just like you know like even neil perk got bored and wanted to learn like different types of drumming just as a drummer kind of like yeah you know i want to try something different i'm just kind of bored i just right. just you know just kind of play around with things not that to change the band right. itself but just kind of right. like this experiment you know like guitars are always like i'm gonna play with this new pickup i'm gonna play with this sure sure well that could happen in the sense of maybe gear you know and all that kind yeah. of things but but for the most part if we're talking cannibal corpse drumming or, or just you know death metal, like always people 
to me, Cannibal Corpse has to be what it is. Now, like, of course, we all love other kinds of musics, you know, and right. styles of music, of course. But are we going to incorporate that into what the Cannibal Corpse is? No. I mean, you might have something, like I said, every, every so often something subtle where, hey, wow, we got a, like a slightly clean guitar part, you know, that, and, it, you know, it's going to be very, very quick or very, you know, or when we incorporate it even putting slow songs into our repertoire you know that was all those ballads yeah like you know like uh you know i remember sentence to burn from skin to liquid those were you know the heaviest heck songs but they were different for cannibals you know because Mm -hmm. we would never play that kind of mid pace or play that slow kind of a thing and then um you know like i said for the drumming it was more like just some subtle things maybe i'm gonna you know try a different fill or try you know to do a slightly different variation of a beat or whatever but you know, I felt that exactly. I mean, we're not going to incorporate, you know, uh, any other styles of music yeah. for the most part into our music because that's just not Cannibal Corpse, you know. Um, you know, like it, it, it's meant for, right, uh, hey, if I really want to do that, well, then I should be doing a side project. Or, and, uh, you right. know, and that's probably why, you know, we've done some over the years, some of the guys having projects yeah. like that because, yeah, it's not music that's going to fit into what we're doing, you know. Well, it's respectful because a lot of bands, some bands take that difference and they bring it in and it kind of changes the band. And Exactly. You know, and that, yeah. You guys yeah. are a soup and these are like each song or different little pieces are like, like maybe I'd say flavors or different ingredients. Yeah. But the soup is always going to be the right. same, right. the same base yeah. to it. Yes. And, and that was what we really made a point of, I think, early on as well, because so many of our bands, our heroes, our bands that we loved, you know, they put out an album, oh, they put out the second album, and then the third album comes out, and you're like, what, what happened? You know, what, right. what, what, why did they have to change? You know, that this, I, I like them for what they're doing, not because of, you know, I, what they want to do, maybe, or try to mix it up or something that, I mean, we never wanted to fall into that category of that kind of a band, you know, we wanted to be relied on by, you know what, like I said earlier, we're, we're a death metal band, we're a brutal death metal band, you're going to, you know what you're going to get with Cannibal Corpse. You know, there's never going to be a worry that, oh, are they going to change it up this album? Are they going to do something different? You know, it's like, no, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be Cannibal Corpse. That's the way it has to be, you know, until, you know, until the end. So. How are you going to keep at this energy level? I remember when I was younger watching you guys and I was like, yeah, standing up now. I'm like, I want to go see. I'm going to be like, can I get a chair? (laughs) (laughs) Where do you keep up the energy, man? It's insane. It's tough. You know, I mean, I've luckily, I guess being both, probably most drummers have energy, I guess maybe, you know, and I've always had energy. I've always been active. I, you know, I like to move around and uh, do things fast, you know, play ice hockey, all that, what I grew up. And, uh, um, you know, so I guess I'm just lucky to still kind of have a little bit of that. You know, I mean, you got to work obviously a little harder the older we get, of course, you know. But death metal is different than the Eagles playing a few drums sitting back. You know what I'm saying? You really put on a shell. Well, you know, you got to just keep working, you know, I mean, right, I can't rely on 20, 30 year old just adrenaline, you know, natural energy, because we're not that anymore, you know, so exactly when you get to our age, you got to, you know, I just got to keep consistent, I got to keep working, I got to keep pushing, because if I stopped, you know, if I don't play, maybe for a little while, you know, at these days, man, if I don't play for a couple of days, I go behind the drum kit. And I'm like, I can do I, can I do this? You know, I mean, because right, your energy level goes down, mm-hmm. your stamina is down, you know, you got to just constantly keep it going here, you know? Um, so I think that's, that's key. You know, if you stop, then, you know, then it's going to all go downhill very, very quick, you know, and don't stop. Man. Met, well, yeah, well, we're, we're not planning on it and we've this been fortunate right to do it. When you look at our career being around as long as we have to put 15 records out, 
on the feet constantly touring, we're always doing something. There hasn't been that many lulls. This being our biggest lull of not touring because of the pandemic and everything. So the fact that we've been idle for, you know, it'll be over two years is crazy. Um, yeah, so but what is, I mean, that's going to be hard. Well, but what do I have to do? I just got to keep playing, man. I got to keep playing. I mean, it's hard because, you know, you want to get out there and, and became, it's our job. It's our careers now. It's our profession. That's how we make a living, you know? Mm -hmm. So when you, we need to get out on the road for those reasons, of course, we want to play right. for the fans and you want to do all that kind of thing too. But, uh, um, you know, so what I've been having to do is I, right. I can't just go, oh, okay. You know, we, we don't have a tour for a couple, you know, eight months. Well, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to do anything and I'll get to it when, when we're getting closer, that's not, it's not going to work that way. You know, I just have to been, you know, keep playing and keep active and working on my thing. And, uh, you know, because, uh, yeah, the older we get, man, the harder, you know, harder it is to do that kind of stuff. Yes. We'll see how long I can go. Who would have thought I, I would never thought at 53. How long do you guys think? And, and I'm not saying it like in a bad way. Cause right. It's fantastic, and the fact that at this point, you just like said, your biggest this is your biggest release out of the gate. Oh, I know, crazy. It's like you just guys are just getting warmed up, and you have yeah. such a solid base. Like it's yeah. like, why? I mean, you don't need to slow down. The music is, you know, better even. You know, more, 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 uh, more flavors right. and spices to it. And this album is this new one's ridiculously awesome. I've been listening to it since it came out, and cool. you know, it's like you know, as the age catches up. I mean. The Stones are a little different, different type of music that goes on sure, forever. Sure, you know, they sure. raise the bar for some bands, not all bands, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. You guys are one of the more long-standing bands. You are actually probably in the death metal scene, the, the longest-standing ones that have, you know, kept consistent the whole way through. So the challenge is, to see, you know, you're gonna you're probably gonna put the benchmark for people to see how far you guys can go. You know? Yeah, pretty much, man. You know, I mean, we, you, this is what you wanted to do since, you know, we've been doing it since teenagers this is what you want to do when you're, you know, growing up and, you know, you're living your dream now and you, you only live once all those cliches like, you know, we've got to take it as long as we can go as long as we're all healthy. You know, then who, who knows how long we could take. I wouldn't have ever thought when I started that I'd be doing this still at 53 years old. Right. So, um, you know how long can we take i it, it, you know you just got to look at it like at this point day after day. the 10 years and you you keep practicing you keep playing every day you know well you never know you never know right if we stay healthy and you keep active and you keep doing it yeah. i mean you know like it's just going to come down to that it's going to come down to the health factor because it, you know it, uh, you know everybody knows right the older you get you know anything can go wrong at any given time you know right. uh, whether it's a disease or an injury or whatever that you're just going you know i can't do it anymore no matter how much i practice and how much oh, i yeah. you know do the right thing it doesn't matter you know so i mean we're, we we got to just take it day by day at this point right um so exactly we yeah we're at the you know it's no denying we're at the end more than more at the end of our career than we are in the beginning you know i mean can we go another 30 years well i highly doubt it i would be 83 doing this can i i mean come on i mean that would be that, awesome though. that would be i'd pay to see that <laughs> well i mean i i would that would be incredible but i would have to almost think that would slightly be impossible right i mean it's i guess it's possible who knows we don't know i mean nobody's done it in that sense in the extreme form mm -hmm. you know you had you know bring up the stones right when you had charlie oh, yeah. watts still doing it at 80 years old that's amazing right. you know so i mean the fact that he's still drumming and he's on stage at 80 is incredible i just met carmine a piece um mm -hmm. the other day and he's 75 you know and the guy's still up there playing and doing his thing i mean you know albeit right it's not maybe uh, extreme 
extreme death metal, but still he's up there playing drums, you know. 70s and, seems to be uh, age right now. It's the yeah. age for rockers right now. I talked, everyone's like in their 70s. Yeah, yeah. So you never know. So I, I, like I said, you take it day by day. Um, as, as long as we're healthy and we're feeling good and everything's going good in those ways, then they're right. Who, who's to say we can't last another 20 years, you know, but, you know, who knows? As your band's grown and, and for a while you guys were banned, which has been a probably big part of your career, it's probably helped you actually some, you know, you can't see that, you can't listen to it. Oh, I want to see it now. It's probably been the best. Of course. You were, like, you know, obviously Russia, you guys are going to play some shows and then like Germany and in uh, Australia. But now your stuff's there. When you when it was banned and then it came over, did everything kind of explode? Did they did they gobble it up like right away? It must have been starving people for your music when it's, it got you know allowed. Yeah, I guess we never really thought of it too much. You know, like you know, you hear about oh, it's banned in Australia. Okay, it, it never it never affected us going there to play. We never like got a tour cancel or anything like that. Right. Um, the Germany was the biggest thing because of the fact that we couldn't play Hammer Smashed Face. Um, that's, we did notice that. I mean, I remember when it first got, you know, all that got banned and we can't play stuff off our first three records or what have you, you know, you're like, yeah. okay, well, the biggest song people want to hear, I mean, would be hammer, of course, you know, so when you yep. can't play hammer smash face, you know, I mean, the shows were still great regardless, still played Germany and they were awesome shows and everybody enjoyed them, but you know, you just know everyone wants to hear Hammer, right? You know, so when we were able to finally play it for the first time after, say, 10 years, I mean, you know, uh, yeah, everyone just, you know, it, Germany erupts, you know, you play in Germany, you play Hammer Smash Face, ah, everyone goes crazy because you haven't done it in a while. So, so that was kind of, that was cool to be able to do that. But yeah, none of the censorship has ever like stopped us from doing anything, you know, um, you know, there were always just minor like speed bumps in certain little areas that were, you know, who's who's losing out here? Who's what's this really doing? Well, the fans of those certain countries are right. the ones that are losing out, you know, because we're still going on tour. We're still doing our thing, all that kind of stuff. So you almost don't think about it too much. I mean, the problem we had in Russia recently, that was another major sort of issue because shows actually got canceled and you're going, OK, well, this stinks. It's not going it, to, you know, it, it, it doesn't. You know, it, it, we want to play for our fans, but at the end of the day, hey, we're moving on. We're going to be right. uh, still on tour and do this. But right, who suffered? All the fans that were there wanting to see us that couldn't. And then, you know, they're knowing that we, how many times you get to Russia, you know, in a lifetime or what have you. And, you know, the, you know so you feel bad in those ways for the fans. But, um, you know, it, it, we just we just plug away, do our thing, try not to let stuff like that bother us or even, like I said, even really think about it too much. But, uh, you know, it's uh, unfortunate that it has to happen. And you're a father. Being a father, having a younger child and being cannibal corpse and things changing around. Do you ever end up situations where, like with like a parent teacher or are they trying to like explain, you know, what you do? Because not everyone's oh. in a death metal who doesn't like, you know, because it's, it's like, it's like watching a horror movie, you're watching this, you don't take it to heart, you don't right, you enjoy right, it. Right, it's it's yes. entertainment, right? you know, yep. you're just like everybody else, no one's going to know you're behind him in the supermarket because you're getting stuff to make a pie or yep. something. Right, of course. And people hear this, and they look at the cover, oh my God, you sure. must be this. Yep. So you, yep. especially yep. early right. on, yep. I can't imagine you're like in a parent conference or something being like... <laughs> Yeah, well, you know. most of the time it's been pretty good, you know, people know, but, you know, it, there's a couple of times. It's funny you mentioned that because uh, something happened pretty recent with uh, my daughter's, a friend of my daughter's, uh, she wanted to have a sleepover, you know, she's going to be 16 at the end of the year here and, um, you know, so she wanted to some friends over and I was like, yeah, that's fine by me. 
And um, one friend I, she had over, I'd never met the parents before. I met a lot of her uh, parents of her friends right. and everybody was pretty cool with it. But the woman, I remember talking to her, she said, you know, I would love to meet you. My husband and I want to meet you, you know, and uh, you know, of course, you know, you're yeah. going to want to meet any parent, you know, for that Absolutely. matter, if your child's going to stay over somebody's house, no, no matter what they do, you know, um, and um she did tell me she was like i was a little you know at first you know seeing i had checked out your music and everything and then you know and i was a little concerned and i go you know and then she knew how i was and she said i don't see it you know i, I i'm talking to you now and i i just you know i know what you do and i just and i go well that's it right we're just normal people you know mm -hmm. that we're into some crazy music and it's all entertainment and you know it doesn't dictate how we are as human beings or anything of that nature and then um you know she was fine but i did find out after the fact my daughter told me that that I, you know, what my my meeting with her, you know, went well and everything was fine. But apparently, behind the scenes, she was like really like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm letting my, you know, my my child go over stay with this, you know, like yeah. Or she was really thinking like, yeah, I'm some serial killer or something like that, you know. So uh, yeah, it's just funny how that goes, but it's to be expected. I understand that. I know, but it's funny because it is. You guys are literally just like soundtrack to some really cool. Exactly. horror films it's right. literally what you guys are i mean and it's right yeah you know when you're younger it's more controversial but as we've gotten older i mean most people have gotten past it and sure. which you know which is pretty pretty funny which yeah. actually so as the world's changed now too your music's probably been a little more accessible to some people and especially the images and i imagine like watching your your the, the video for um inhumane um the harvest right video can be pretty gory he's got the youtube yeah. block on it whatever but I, I would think that like um, the Walking Dead stuff that's been on regular TV has really softened the audience for you. Where mm -hmm. it's like, eh, sure. not that big a change now. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's not as big of a deal, you know. I mean, back then it was so you know controversial more because it was something new for the most part, you know, especially done in music, you know. And then mm -hmm. exactly, you know, you had your horror movies out, but they were more like a, a niche genre, you know, where like, oh, not everybody. Now everybody loves horror. Exactly. It's mainstream zombies. Right. Yay. Everyone loves zombies, you know, and, uh, you know, kind of the thing. So when that's that's cool, though, because exactly then, it, you know, goes to show it's entertainment. Right. And Cannibal Corpse is entertainment. Yes, we're music. We're serious about what we do. But, we, you know, we're not we're writing fictional stories here, people, you know, and I think, like you said, I mean, the fact that we've been around and it's been around the widespread, I mean, the, the audience of just humanity is a little bit more open to it oh, yeah. in general overall, because it's it's something that's just not like you know brand new like it was back then exactly you know so um so yeah no i mean some people though it's funny because yeah you say that and then i, I remember getting a lot of replies or people saying man that video there was like yeah that's just wrong you know and it's like so i think dave brodsky who did both videos uh, for necrogenic resurrection and in yeah. harvest i mean his vision was great you know just uh, uh rep representing the songs the way you know what we wrote about but um you know so even some of my friends it was just like you know man that's just that's just crazy stuff you know and it's like well i guess i mean right you know i'm so when used i watched to it i'm sorry you know what i said i was like when's right. this guy gonna die they're taking everything out of him i was <laughs> i was born to the moment i'm like what's when's, when's he gonna run out it's like right. a clown car like he's going out of right. him and stuff yeah, it's funny how that happens you know well that's how the movies are right you know that that's always got to be you know they're held out a little longer because yeah if that yeah. things have stuff happens like you know right away well yeah that person's dead you know and what, what kind of a scene you're gonna have if you know the person dies right away great. right it was great yeah. though I mean, it's just I'm like oh my god you know yeah he was he was definitely in some pain there you know so but 
yeah, it's just, uh, it, it's, it's good though, that it's, um, you know, that it's a little more widespread in that way where I think people understand, which is good, you know, mm-hmm. um, so I'd say for the most part, right. You're still going to have those people that are going to look at us and, and say right. what, you know, what they did earlier. Like you want to stay a little dangerous too. Otherwise you guys are going to have to make like poker dangerous or something else. I mean, yeah. you don't, don't want to get too, too safe. I mean, well, if you think about it, like I'm, I'm 51 and so I grew up with you guys and I have a professional career and a lot of, you know, you'll have people, dentists and doctors and, and cops and they've all have, you know, after was a place that, Hey, you know, I, I love that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> My favorite oh, I song know. is this, you know, I just heard to tall hammer fist, you know, Best song ever. You know, I t- to tell you that today. Someone told me, you know, it's all it's. Right. It, we all grew up with it. So at this point, it's it's you know it's it's part of a yeah. fabric of who we are. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. It's crazy to think that we've been over you know over a quarter of a century old. You know, where we're we're mainstream in the sense of you know, chances are you heard of us, even if, oh, yeah. whether you like death metal or you like Cannibal Corpse or anything. You know, we we're out of default. You probably heard of us because of just the longevity of the band and and. And, and all that kind of stuff, you know, so, um, and uh, right, you know, that's, it's great that there's a lot of people that grew up where, you know, that were our age, exactly, teenagers, you know, and then they can go on to have careers like doctors yeah. and lawyers, and, you know, it, where it's not that typical, stereotypical, well, oh, you know, you see the metalhead, well, of course, it's the metalhead, he's wearing his leather and his patches and his long hair, now, right, you know, you, some, you're into metal, and you wouldn't even know, because the guy's a, a, like, yeah, a lawyer, you know, and um, that's, that's an amazing, it's an amazing Amazing thing. So it's always it's, fun to I, think about. It is. It's fantastic, and that's that's the whole thing. People just don't know anymore, and you know, yeah. and the fact that you guys are going to keep going and keep going. So you have a new member, a new old member, which is great because you know Eric coming in, he's produced some of your albums, so it's really he was like already there. I mean, it's kind of like just like absorbing him, really. You know, yep, being a conduit and and lead guitar and and how has that changed the songwriting dynamic? I know it's always fresh blood and stuff, but like. Can you give kind of an instance of how he's changed? Because you kind of already work with him on some level, but now he's bringing his guitar work into it. Now he's really, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's exactly so right what you said. You know, he was already a big part of it doing the albums. He's worked on us and all that. And, you know, it was almost like a sixth member at at that point. So bringing him in, now you're just bringing him in in the creative department. Exactly, you know. Mm -hmm. And, um, and of course, he's, you know, got more work to do, you know, when he's in the studio because he's not only is he producing engineering, now he's got to write and he's got to play guitar, all that kind of stuff. So he's probably um, so happy like it's Christmas morning every day for him to. to uh, I mean, he'll take he's up for the challenge i mean he's such a great hard worker a great guy i mean you know but it definitely put a little more work on him than he had in the past but but he'll be the first to tell you you know he's all for it and you know nothing's going to stop him and all that but uh but yeah what what, you know how our band works which i'm sure you know and a lot of people you know people that are fans know you know they see the writing credits they know how the process goes a little bit more so it's a lot different than it was in the early days you know where it was back then it's like yeah five of us in the room basically going all right who's got riffs all right one guy has got that that's how you know that's how basically the first like four albums were written mm-hmm. you know where it's just a, um everybody getting together and kind of like throwing ideas at each other and and you know a, a, a big mix of, of of writers um you know now now that it's it, it's become more of an individual thing with the guitar players and, and alex of course that uh you know when when eric came into play that's how we obviously been writing so it's kind of like okay eric's in the band all right i'm gonna you know he's gonna start writing his songs you know and uh you know then we you know, okay all right well alex will write his like he normally does rob's writing his now we got eric writing his so i mean that was kind of the just the big difference there you go now you still got the two other guys that have been in the band 
and now you got the new guy yeah, exactly that's you know right cannibal corpse right. style but yet he hasn't done it yet you know mm-hmm. so um and and that's what eric brought to the table just three songs what he produced like what three albums three or four albums prior uh, so already... i think it was four up at that point you yeah, know so, so he was already creating part of the, the song too like he the sound yeah. just in production oh yeah 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 so he was always in that part but now the fact that he's actually creating the sounds you know um and he and, and obviously he's a great guitar player and great songwriter and, you know been yeah, more of an angel and hate eternal that's his you know he's no it's not new to him you know so but it's new to him to write a cannibal corpse song you know and i think that was cool that you know that eric um i think the three songs he wrote are great and fit into what we do but yes they're eric's uh, a vision of what a cannibal corpse song should be and it was uh you know it's it's cool to have that different aspect you know because i think uh, over the years right the minor changes we've had you know and you know we've only had those few you know right. but everyone had brought into something that was cannibal you know um and and now eric's turn to do that so so yeah condemnation contagion ritual annihilation and over torture you know the three that he wrote um mm-hmm. were all on his own you know it's like you know just the way we write here's his he comes up you know here's what i want to do and here's the structure here's the here's the song and you know here's what i'd like you to play paul and you know and, and here we go so uh so it was it was cool you know as a band for myself to you know be challenged by a different writer because right. obviously you know i i have never played with eric in that sense you know um so it was it was it was fun it's cool and you know he brings his uh a, a cool different element uh into the band so yes yeah, it's, it's it's been awesome i think maybe actually because you've had a couple of guitars in and out and come back and whatever over the years it's probably also helped keep you guys fresh too you know to keep the band going because you guys have you know changes over the years but one thing that's really neat is like i listen to this album and i usually listen first before you do songwriting credits you know i'll listen to it and nothing really stands like this is so-and-so song this isn't the right song it's 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 cannibal corpse and it's like you know who who's doing what really then you listen to it afterwards you're like oh yeah i guess i can hear but really when you initially right. listen to it you're not going oh that that's a new song that must be eric because that's a new sound it's it's right. cannibal corpse right out of the gate you know yeah you know he has his you know put a signature or a sound on you know a little flavor to it like i said but what brought that in when you guys doing separate songwriting and supposed to do the full band like what how that evolve? I mean, that's kind of well. Well, that, well, that, that. that started back in, uh, like I said, if you're talking how I mentioned earlier about like the bleeding kind of a thing being, yeah. I, well, I was looking at. The, I guess we didn't really touch on that. We just talked about if the bleeding was our first album, but that's when right. it basically started um, the individual songwriting. You know, I remember after um, after when we started writing for the bleeding. That's when Alex first came up and I'll, you know, always remember him going, Hey man, I want to write a whole song by myself. And we didn't do it up to that point. Right. Okay. The first three albums were not written. That it was way. like an evolution. Yeah, there was, it was just that evolution of like, you know, a guy wanted to create his own song, okay. you know, as opposed to wanting to just like do it the old way we've been doing it. The way a lot of it, you know, the way we always kind of knew, you know, I guess we were just getting older while I'm progressing, right, the progression. So, so a few songs were written that way on the bleeding, but I, I remember Fucked With a Knife, I think was the first one that Alex wrote by himself that wanted to do it all himself, you know, so he did. And, you know, that basically kind of started the trend then, you know, as we went forward more and more, the songs were written by the individual like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I can't remember what album. I mean, it probably wasn't soon after that it ended up being kind of like that. I mean, a few little minor collaborations, if you look at the songwriting right. you know, credits over the years, 
um, you know, where maybe have one song that, you know, was written by two guys, you know, um, the uh, Lennon McCartney but, version. <laughs> yeah, but they but they started getting few and far between in our latter releases here, you know. So definitely uh probably in the last, you know, six five releases every song is pretty much an individual effort, you know, and, you know, I kind of missed the old days though. You know, I, I mean, I know I touched on that back in, uh, when we did, uh, the decibel interview that, that thing. And, um, yeah. I remember, I think I remember touching on that going, you know, it would be, uh, kind of miss the old days of just us all being in a room like that, you know, and guy, guy going, Hey, I got this riff. I got that riff. And, you know, and then you're, you're creating a song yeah. on the spot, you know, where it's just not done that way anymore. You know, it really isn't. It's like, you know, I'm getting the files from Alex. He's writing his songs. Eric's doing the same thing. I mean, even, even a little bit of the old school fashion where I may get together with Rob to work on his songs. Mm -hmm. He still, you know, has majority of it already to go and is done, you know, um, um, but I'm able to work a little bit of uh, in an old, Old school fashion with him um but um yeah it's uh yeah it's crazy how that goes you know maybe maybe one day i know we've always yeah. talked about doing a collaboration again like hey well, wouldn't it be cool say, yeah. you know to do it the old way you know and then right. it just seems to never happen you know so, yeah, or, or so sneak out an ep once covid's over maybe they'll be so wanting to play with somebody they'll be like let's do it now <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, know? you never know i mean we'll, we'll you know we never say never and, and, and it would be cool It'd be cool to at least write you know one song like that again you know it doesn't have yeah. to be maybe a whole record you know but that's like an ep squeak your couple yeah, out yeah. <laughs> hey you never know you never know so uh, but yeah that's kind of how it started and how how we've gone and that's the way it's done these days so it's it, well it's special because usually a band will start and then you'll have like the one or two core uh, songwriters usually guitar player and vocalist and then a couple albums in of success, the other band members will be like, hey, I want to write because they realize publishing or royalties. And then everybody writes and, you're, and all of a sudden it's not the same band anymore. Right. And then usually a couple albums in, it's just, you know, they break apart because there's all kinds of problems. So you guys actually started together and then everybody kind of went separate, kind of like the opposite. Uh, yeah. And it's worked. And it's worked yeah. really well, except right, for maybe right. missing it. But it really hasn't changed the dynamic of the band or the sound, which no, I can't think of a band that's done that. Yeah, not at all. You're right. I mean, I think it's 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 crazy to think that as a whole, I think we when we started out as a whole, everyone has that same common goal and we know what the sound of the band is. So then when you start going astray, in a sense, you already have that feel of what Cannibal is and should be, yeah. you know, so it's not like the individual that's going to write is going to go, man, what, you know, what, 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 you know, that doesn't fit. That's not us. You know, I mean, I think everybody's writing to know it's going to fit, you know, because we've never had a problem. We've never, we've never once gone, you know, if somebody came up with the song, you know, there's been a couple of times I know Alex is like, hey, man, this is a little different than we've done. But then when you hear it, you're going, man, that's amazing, dude. Of course, we're playing this <laughs> song, you know, it, 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 it's a, it, and, a, and it's funny because you listen back and you go, well, really, it was that different. But I guess it was for the time. I'll, I'll never forget like a, a song like Pit of Zombies. I remember when Alex wrote Pit of Zombies, he said, man, it's a little different than what we've been doing, you know, the beats and things. So it's like. And then, and then you hear the song and you're going, oh, oh, well, yeah, we're doing it, of course. And then now you'll think, well, what's so different about it? It's Cannibal Quarters, you know, so, right. or, you know, him bringing up, you know, uh, another one was like Sturge of Iron. Um, it, yes, very different for Cannibal being that kind of a plotty, just kind of, you know, but hey, man, I don't know. I don't know if you guys are going to like it. It's a little different than we hear it. And you're going, oh, this is amazing, dude. Of course, you know, it, it brings another dynamic into it. And it's yeah. still Cannibal. It's totally Cannibal Corpse, you know, and is brutal as hell. So, um, yeah, I think it's, uh, it is weird how it all gelled that way and works out well enough for everybody. I think it's to special. Still it's really good. 
Yeah, yeah man. So I, that's great. That, that I, I, I like it in the fact that you can have separate songwriters and then exactly there's nothing's going to be stale about it. You're going to have, you know, uh, it's always going to be, uh, you know, kind of fresh. Everyone's got a couple songs per album, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and they all end up being Cannibal Corpse. So uh, right. so I think that's great having multiple multiple songwriters like that. So. It's played into your success and your longevity probably, too. So as we, you know, continue, is there anything what's really neat and, um, that you guys haven't achieved that you'd want to achieve? Because there's some things like, you know, I would imagine like, I think you just did like a boat cruise or you just did it was like cruise where you're out and you're playing out in the daylight and around a nice beautiful pool, and, you know, and you're cannibal corpse. It's not when you're younger, you imagined, you know, the, the vision, the visuals right. of you guys have changed too. All right. Are there things that you, you think, oh, you know what I haven't done yet, what we have to do? Are there things like that or bands you haven't played with that you haven't? Not really, man. I mean, just the fact that we've done what we've done is amazing. Who would have thought we'd yep. been around this long, done the tours and seen what we've seen. I mean, that's just beyond our wildest expectations, yeah. you know, of what we, of what the band has brought and done for us, you know. Um, I mean, we did, the, to me, it was always touring with Slayer. We did this and, and I look back and go, man, we did the one of the last Jeff Hanneman Slayer tours. I mean, albeit it's a festival like that, but still the fact that you're going, all right, we didn't say per se share the stage with Slayer but we were on that same bill with Slayer on that playing the same day as they were. And it's the last, who would have thought that would have been one of the last original lineup tours, you know? Um, so I, I know that was huge for me and I know probably for all of us because of how much Slayer meant to us. Um, and, um, and then beyond that nowadays, I think I just, we just look at it like, right, you know, let's see how long we can go. I mean, that's going to be special, right? Can we go make it to 40 years? Can, you know, can we make it to 50 years? I mean, those, you know, not that they're goals or anything. Oh, you can but, make man, 40. That's eight years. Come on, just take your vitamins. Do some jogging. Uh, well, Come hey, on. We're, we're, yeah, we're not that far off. I know. So I, I'm no. sure it can happen here. You know, so <laughs> it's just a matter of like, you know, how long do we take this, I think. And then, you know, what's cool to us now, I think, you know, when I look at tours coming up and you're going, oh, we've never played that city before. Or, oh, hey, we got this country we've never right, gone right. to. Th- those are the kind of this, the cool. That's, that's what I mean, like, things, you, know, you know, like you've got shut down in Russia, but. You know, yeah, like, oh, I want to conquer this not area. That we or... sit there and tell our agent, hey, man, we need to play this place. You know, at this point, it's like, hey, we're going to play where we, where we can play and what allows you would leave the experts, you know, the, the guys mm-hmm. like that to do their job and, you know, tell us where we're going. You know, and then when you, like I said, when you see those on the list or you get those offers and you're going, oh, awesome, we're going to go to, you know, Sardinia for the first time, like we did uh, a couple of years back, or, you know, we're going to play in, uh, you know, wherever. Uh, yeah, we're going to play in Bolivia. We were never in Bolivia. Amazing killer, you know. Yeah. I mean, just to just to have that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah. And, and if, it, if if it doesn't happen and we don't play anywhere new, so be it. Right. Like I said, you know. Hey, we're 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 just happy uh, of uh, it being you know doing what we've done over the years, you know. So uh, so I think uh, I think that's it, man. Just you know, just take it day by day, and you know, let's see how long we can take this machine, you know. So you guys actually have some dates you guys are going to be playing out and hopefully things won't change it and mess it up for you guys. You yeah, know. no, right. I hope not. You know, I mean, knock on wood, we need to be out there. And uh, so far, so good. It looks like all these tours are happening, which is good. And, you know, I'm sure it'll all work out. Um, so, but yeah, we're, we're closing in only about what, about two months away from the, from yeah. the tour. And you played a little bit out though, right? So just that one show in Vegas, we played that uh, Vegas sh- uh, festival in August. So that would have been our first time playing and our only time playing since November of 19 when we ended the Red Before Black touring cycle. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be well over a little over two years between tours. And then we only had that one show in there. So, yeah, kind of crazy. 
It must have felt amazing for you guys to play together for the first time. It was cool, man. It was definitely cool to do the Vegas festival. And it would be cool to be on tour then because, you know, festivals are always a little bit more crazy, monotonous in that way. And, you know, to be able to go, wow, you know, to get back on the bus with the guys and the crew and, you know, to be doing it, you know, what we're kind of more used to doing. It's going to be, you know, it'll be pretty cool, man. So we're, we're I know everyone's looking forward to it. So so it'll be a lot of fun. I want to thanks, man. Thank you for being on the show. It's been fantastic. Oh, awesome, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. A lot of fun. You know, good talk there. And, uh, you know, hope to see the fans out, you know, um, once we hit the road here in February. And, you know, appreciate all the support over the years. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for the fans, we wouldn't be here.